Hello, hello, hello. It's your girl, Camellia Real. <clears throat> Allow me to clear my throat. I'm your neighbor, your best friend, your confidant, your sister, your niece, <laughs> your... Did I say confidant? My bad, y'all. Um, I'm not your spiritual wifey, and I'm not your wifey, and I'm certainly not the cat or the dog up the road. <sighs> okay, so let's get into some things. The next thing I want to talk about. So, right now, the moon is in its waning gibbous phase and if you listen to my later um podcast upload about the moon phases and how being a cancer or having heavy cancer energy cancer rising cancer sun cancer in your mars um you will be affected the most by the moon phases so because cancer rules the moon because each zodiac sign has a planet that it rules over uh, we are the only side that rules the moon so when that moon goes through its phases our moods go through phases this is why or it could be the reason people say cancers are moody but as I've said before, and I'll say it a million times more, in order for you to understand cancer sun sign or just heavy cancer energy, you have to be into astrology. You have to know that this is why we may be moody. A lot of cancers out there are not even into astrology and they don't know why they're moody. They probably don't even think they're moody. But I guarantee you, if you are a cancer or you know that you have heavy cancer energies in your birth chart, you definitely should learn or get familiar with the moon phases. So because the moon is in this waning gibbous phase, which is under the full moon, it's about full expression celebrating your progress it's about reflecting teaching others what you've learned so that is under the waning under the full moon is the full expression so they all align so once the moon goes into its phases they they all align with each other they all correlate so you got the full moon, you express yourself, you celebrate your progress, then you have the waning glibus under it, where it talks about reflection, teaching others what you learned, basically, you know. So a lot of times I be in these phases and I don't realize it. Um, now, I have I have a, a moon phase journal that helps me keep up with this stuff. I don't read it as much. As I probably should. I don't journal in it. But because I'm in tune with my own emotions, I can instantly be like, all right, why well, I'm feeling this way today? Let me let me check. Let me ask Siri. 
or let me ask Google. No, no, Siri. I, I didn't mean no Siri. I didn't mean at, I'm Siri. I'm podcasting. My bad, y'all. I got my laptop open. As soon as I said her goddamn name, here she go. <sighs> Anyways, um, dang, Siri, you just threw me off. Okay, so listen, 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 listen. So I, I checked myself. You know, I asked myself, like, all right, why are you feeling this way? Why are you thinking about something from the past? And then I instantly go think, let me go get into my journal or let me ask Siri what phase is the moon in? And then I correlate what, how I'm feeling with the phases of the moon. And everybody should start doing that. This, this helps you learn yourself. This is not pseudoscience, but I would say it can be forbidden knowledge because this is stuff our children should be learning in school. But, you know, they're not going to... It's too much power to be teaching kids, children about moon phases and astrology and all that. They're not going to do that. They're not going to do that. They're not going to do that. So, because all that stuff correlates with each other. So, I'm coming to y'all to tell y'all, get into reflecting of oneself and... Teach people what you learned. Tell them what you learned. You know, um, I've been doing this stuff subconsciously. That's why I say when I start having my thoughts and my feelings, even though I don't get into my moon journal as much as I should, and I may work on that, um, I feel like I don't need to because I'm already in tune with my with my emotions. Um, but it does help me remember by heart what phase the moon in instead of asking Siri what phase is the moon in um when it comes to all phases of the moon so there are some things you can do while the moon is in its waning glivis phase um singing dancing, doing something artistic. It doesn't have to be like drawing, but um, that helps. Um, celebrating your accomplishments, no matter how big or small. I, I sometimes do that. I don't, I'm, I'm one of those people. I celebrate the small, what they call the small wins. Okay. Um, it's a great a great time under this phase of the moon to share with someone that you trust what you discovered about yourself. Like I said earlier, learning the moon phases does help you learn more about one's self, yourself. And there are some rituals you can do. And let me just let me just say this, okay? Cuz you know the 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 the, the I'm not gonna I'm, I'm gonna say the Christian community because I was raised in a Baptist church. Um, a lot of people that's raised 
under Christian philosophies think that rituals are something demonic, not realizing that we do rituals every day when our feet hit the goddamn floor, when we get up out the bed, wherever we sleeping at, when our feet hit the floor and we stand up, we doing a ritual, whether it's drinking a glass of water every morning, drinking a cup of tea every morning, drinking a cup of coffee every morning, um, waking up and going for a walk every morning, waking up, taking a jog, going for a run every morning, going for a swim, whatever you do, you do consistently that helps you with something in your life, whether it's mentally, emotionally, physically, financially, that is a goddamn ritual. Even going to church is a damn ritual. So ain't nothing demonic about doing rituals itself. Now, there is a such thing as making a ritual evil and practicing evil rituals. Yeah, that, that is a such thing. But the ritual, the word ritual itself, doing rituals is not demonic. It's like one of those things is not what you do, it's how you do. Excuse me. So, um, you can, whatever ritual you like to do. One of my rituals I do every morning when I wake up, I drink like eight ounces of water and I take like a teaspoon of apple cider vinegar. I do that just about every time I wake up. Um... I drink coffee at least two, three times out of the week. But then I have my moments where I take a break and I'll just drink herbal tea for for maybe like those three or four days out of a, another week in that month. Because too much caffeine, it ain't good for you, especially women. So... I had a health scare a long time ago in my early 20s before I had my son from drinking too much caffeine when I was in college just to stay awake in goddamn class, okay? I had to be at class at 8 o'clock in the damn morning. I lived outside the city in the suburbs, so I had to take three transportations uh, once upon a time to get to school because I didn't have a car at that moment. And then when I got a car, I had to take two transportations, okay? (laughs) So I got up every morning at five o'clock and was out the door um no later than six forty five to get downtown at about eight o'clock. Cause once I hop on that L, it's a straight shot. Once I hop on the L, it's a straight shot. Now, that's a ritual. <laughs> Getting your ass up and going to somebody's corporate plantation at the same time every motherfucking day of your life. That's a ritual. I wouldn't even say that's a positive ritual. 
because that can become draining because we all know most of these corporate plantations, they pay us peanuts more than what they, less than what they make it from the corporation. So work on that while the moon is in this waiting oblivious phase. And that's all I got for y'all, y'all. That was on my on my spirit, on my energy, so I wanted to get that out. Um, don't stress too hard, as I always say. Drink your water and stay dangerous. Okay, I'll be back. <laughs>